I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is Oral Pleasure. Shown you this before, but look how I write A's. Mm. It's like a madman's A. It's like the greatest thing. And when it's not until <laughs> I look back at it, I go, I don't like it's that. Like <laughs> someone's tilted the picnic table on its side. Yes! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, dog. I just seem to be scared. I'm, oh. I'm actually, I'm not looking at the picnic table. I'm looking at it as one of those uh, uh, weird room service metal things you have in rooms oh, true or the, the luggage rack yeah which I think yeah. are both the same thing but people just tell you different things fair enough <laughs> anyway hello oh hello I, you've, you've caught me opening a beverage it's not alcoholic though so fear not Zero biscuits loaded. I was just double checking that it did actually push your forward and I wasn't a fool get, re- get really close and breathe right down the mic just <sighs> <laughs> like that hey if you're wearing headphones Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sorry. Hole in one. Never <laughs> <laughs> mind. I'll listen to this with headphones on, so I've just deafened myself. Yeah. And that's. Um, I hope Ryan was listening to that with headphones. For him saying that we're only like in his top five favorite podcasts. What? I know. Cause he was saying something about. I can't remember what the some history podcast. I mean, is quickly becoming his favorite podcast. Like some, what? Uh, some history podcast or something. Oh, uh, Dan Thingy's hard, Hardcore Histories. No, I don't know what it was. Dan no, Deacon's Hardcore? No, I've never even heard that name before. It was, I can't remember what it was anyway. But, um, and I sent him a message sort of going, but we're still your favourite podcast, right? <laughs> right? Right? And he was like, oh, top five. What the fuck? Top five's pretty good though, right? Not as good as top one. That's not a thing, though, is it? Well, it should be when it comes to us. Oh. Uh, Do we have to we find this history the, guy yeah. and, like... Kill him. Oh, I was just going to pretend I was the the, the weird friend from we're Teen Witch. Gonna and ma- I was going to make uh, do top that with him. Oh, we're going to make him. <laughs> we're going to make him history. I understand what you're saying, but I'm, I'm a pacifist. You know that, right? Well, I'll do the killing, then. You just I'm not going to witness it. it. I'm a truther. I can't help it. Oh, well. I'll go to work um, and be like, you won't believe what I saw last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't, you won't believe what I saw last night. I uh, My uh, my friend beat a man to death because apparently his podcast is better, even though I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the name of it. Well, no, as I'm saying, if it's not the one I'm talking about, I might have. I have very little to go on. No, but no, but if you said, him, just is there a it. podcast better than our podcast? I would say yes, without thinking. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. And it's, I would list... It's fine for us to say it, just other people should... Oh, it's like when uh, <laughs> I can make fun of my uh, hypothetical children, and you can make fun of your hypothetical children, but I'm not allowed to make fun of your children. No, all as that out of sheer politeness, mm-hmm. right, say... I was out with Ryan or something and we were talking about like Cobra Kai mm-hmm. I'd have to say can, how great they were even though I really did enjoy the music stuff you were like the number one fan exactly but even if, if I wasn't but just out of politeness mm-hmm. even if say for some reason I didn't like their stuff I'm still saying I liked it and how great they were compared to everyone else in Aberdeen or something mm-hmm. playing music at the time I might have different opinions, but I'm keeping my fucking son. Okay, I never actually asked him, and he just did a tweet, and I just jumped into a conversation I had no business being in, and just started a, a mock um, argument thing. <sighs> and I forgot where I was going with it. Yeah, I have no idea where you're going with this no, either. Um, never mind. No, so what you're saying is you totally love Cobra Kai, you totally love Cobra Kai, and you would say that even if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> Make of that what you will. <laughs> politeness. So so confusing because I know you do like them, but you've now sold it like you really do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for me to know. And like you've got ten things on your phone, and most of them seem to be that kind of. Stuff. <laughs> oh. 
Or is it your laptop? Only saw recently, like a, an entire. It doesn't matter. What's what is this week's what, album? No, what? No, what's my what? what? Okay, never mind. Well, I, I, it's uh, the, right. the 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 call me Phantom stuff. You oh no, because uh, they said ages ago it was the um, the mashup they did. I'm trying to save and was, you. Here. You're just digging a, year, a hole. It was about a year ago. Fine, you hate him. It's not my fault. Ryan, he hates your band. It's fine. What's this week's album? <laughs> well, fuck the final. <laughs> Some fucking. It's 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 by a band called Chairlift. It's called Moth. Moth. And, and it's the third full length album by the American indie band. Released twenty second January uh, two thousand sixteen. But that was my thirty seventh birthday. It was the birth present to you, it was in the liner notes. Um, several sites slash magazines rated this as one of the most anticipated albums of twenty sixteen. Good to know. So um That's why I picked it. Um, the reviews were all music four stars exclaim 8 out of 10 drowned in sound 7 out of 10 spin 8 out of 10 pitchfork 7.6 out of 10 metacritic um, 74 out of 100 you know what I love about 7.6 out of 10 it's not quite 4 out of 5 but it's definitely more than 3 out of 5 but here's the thing as well on on the um, the Wikipedia thing um, see the several sites or magazines that included NME and Rolling Stone mm. and yet on the review roundup on Wikipedia <laughs> they're not mentioned <clears throat> so that's why they're not here because I don't have like everybody looking them up <laughs> <laughs> well I was at work I technically had other stuff to do but I was um, yes. yeah, I was skiving but, um, <laughs> but yeah the two two of the magazines that rated this as Kim's most anticipated album didn't bother reviewing it or, as far as Wikipedia is concerned, mm. people are reviewing it. Well, Wikipedia is us, right? Well, not just us, but well, yeah. it's the world. So, yeah. we, you know, you've got to give up someone. Could you mm. imagine a Wikipedia article that actually had everything about someone in it? Jesus Christ. That would be helpful to me. <laughs> that would be helpful in the trial of Jimmy Savile that we got that, that, oh. sorted that out quicker. Yeah. You know? But isn't that the thing? They want to build some sort of artificial intelligence and then it'll become Wikipedia and then it'll just update itself and... We won't need humans. Yeah, but then you'll get lost, won't it? It'll be it'll it'll start like it'll it'll start small by just thinking everybody's surname is Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett um, David Potato so worked video. so hard in <laughs> <laughs> in the uh, Alton's hotel until He's one day sign- when Gordon Potato stabbed him in the eye. But the sinus ranks. Hmm? And there would be like in like so there'd still be sort of like in a class system in society that would assign as ranks. So in brackets before potato would be different types of potato. Oh. Um King James that's one No but I mean no but I mean the ways, ways, of, ways of cooking it. So. What? So we like in no, bra- you've brackets it now. brackets mashed potato. That's insane. King James is definitely uh, the fanciest type no, of potato. I just think it would be more just the ways of cooking it. And you think mashed potato is like what working class? No, no, because that would just be like if somebody was. It can't be middle. If somebody was like in, like the drink society, it would just it would wouldn't even make sense. It would just be chips. No, obviously crinkle cut chips. <laughs> um, mashed's got to be up up there, but because mashed can be really good. If you get, if depends who makes them. Some but it's still some people just potato and butter. What about That's, fondant potato, where you make those really thin slavers and there's butter in between them all? Oh, and you just feel the heart attack coming. That's got to be like high, that's like Jeremy Irons in High Rise. I'm trying to think what the rank would be for sweet. Sweet potato. Yeah. That's the you know that's like black people. That's not the same type of potato. It's a different type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never, said, I never said there wasn't going to be issues raised with this and it would cause some sort of dystopian society. But, yeah, most definitely. Kind of, yeah. Potatoes uh, can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's all gone horribly wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely going to be kind of divisions inside. I mean, the, the bird's eye potato waffle people are going to be really angry with the um, the baby potato. Yeah, but like... Baby but, boiled. I'm sorry, so this class system... Is having an infinite uh, amount 
It's not an infinite amount of ways you can cook a potato. No, but there is a finite so, amount of classes in, in Britain. Mm. There's maybe three, and occasionally well, they do expand, those medium sections. Well, then they expand that. Maybe yeah, to infinity. Of, no, like a dozen or something. That's no. Oh. Yeah. Right, so the, the very top. The very top. Remember that T. Ronnie sketch with John Cleese in it? Right, <laughs> in the, the, the class thing. Like that, oh, that that was uh, that was uh, David oh, Frost actually. Not that's the the... Or something, or... <laughs> no, because that was in colour in the eighties. This is it's black and white. Yeah, it's from the sixties, yeah. and it was hosted by David Frost yeah. when he was still a comedian before he interviewed Nixon. Oh, there you go. Uh, and became through the keyhole. How did how did he get to become through the keyhole from interviewing Nixon? I, I he did. It's not yeah. really his name, but you know, through the keyhole. Yeah. Lloyd Grossman. Yes, he hosted that no, forever. Well, Oh yeah, okay, well, yeah. Lloyd Grossman walked through their houses, lifting yeah. their panties up, yeah. and he sat in the studio hiding the guy like he was Andy McNair. Right, and he would sit. And he'd be, yeah. He's a, yeah, I remember that. Right, yeah, yeah. It was a good show. Yeah, but only ten years previous, he was considered the number one, like, journalist in the world for getting shit out of Nixon. Yeah. And then he did a show about what famous cunt lives in this house. Here's a hint. It's a picture of. So how we? I remember watching that show, but now thinking back, I can't think how you were supposed to guess who the people were. Oh, because the... there was no photos as such, but they yeah. definitely left like, um, to use a word I, I know you love, objet d'art. Um, <laughs> You know, of them, uh, of like stuff they've been in. You know what I mean? <laughs> we did nowadays. It would just be like, right, we're walking around this house, and here's some kind of footballers' jizz on the wall, left <laughs> over. Um, oh look, maybe a blind child stays in this room. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's Jordan. <laughs> you know, Here, well, here's an here's, iPad. Here's Peter Andre just weeping outside the front door. <laughs> There's a, yeah, there's an iPad filled with sex tapes. <laughs> Let's have a look through their musical choices. <laughs> One more day from the original 1985 <laughs> Les Mis soundtrack. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, anyway. No, uh, no, yeah, so back to these potatoes. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Tears of potato. That's just well, that was a rough estimate, but yeah, probably about. 12. No one can eat that many tears of potato. We can't. You don't have like, to eat them. You <laughs> them. They're a metaphor. I understand. One a very that filling carb. Maybe filled one during that tear. That's only okay. But that potato you can have. Can we work out the three main ones just now? Okay. Upper class, middle class, working class. That's what we're calling it. Old school. Middle class. Uh huh. I'll say is big, because everyone. No matter what class, can enjoy a baked potato, right? I don't, I don't know how that works for the middle classes, but fair enough. In, in that, it's your in your middle ground. Yeah, you're yeah. looking for your. No, no, everyone likes a baked potato. Fair deal. And it's like again, it's your. Not you're everyone likes the middle on. classes, though, right? Everyone no, kind of hates the middle classes. <laughs> well, but it's just can you? That's kind of what you. You're gonna, again, the working class hate them because they're. It's because no, the, the upper class, class hate right? them because they want to be them, right? No, a, like, a big potato is really, it's, it's nothing really, it's nothing real special, right? Yet, yet your your lower ones, right, will occasionally go, oh, it's such a treat this weekend, but a big potato. <laughs> so they're looking up to that, mm-hmm. right? Whereas your upper class ones are like, I can have a big potato anytime I want, who cares? So they're not exactly looking down, they're just not that bothered by it. Okay, and so... We're saying that working class is a crinkle cut chip. Or I, that was me. No, but, uh, I would. I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, crinkle chips are definitely on the lower scale. Um, you know those happy faces potato things you get. So they they look like a face. Yeah, they're reconstituted. Yeah, they look like those. Um, because it's not even like... They look like a jammy... Do you know the jammy dodgers with the face on them? Oh, well, the happy, the jam I, the happy faces or whatever. But it's potato. Yeah. I do recall. Um, 
something like that because it's it's not like you've got a chip and they've just cut a potato that way and that's it. This is definitely reconstituted former potato, which is the worst of the worst. That is true. Now I'm trying to figure out the upclassable. I did say fondant, but now I am looking at the ten best potato recipes in the world. Potato gratin. As exactly as uh, yeah. as uh, as chosen by the Guardian. So that whole thing sounds quite. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Saying that number ten, chips and gravy. So they're not doing very well oh, here. Yeah. That's not what. Oh, well, oh what ah, is well, this? I mean, you go. But then you can have the sort of posh version of that, which is the Canadian the poutine. True. This sounds quite fucked up. Tartiflette. Ever heard of tartiflette? T a r t i f l e double t e. An amazingly tasty and satisfying dish that is made only with potatoes, reblochon cheese. Creme fraiche and lardons. Yeah. That is a heart attack coming. Also, it's got a very nice word. Tatiflet. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Carrying on very quickly. It's like no, but it's, that's something that... The, you know, if you turn on the TV and, and MasterChef's on. I, 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 no, and before yeah. you hear their, any of their the rest of their menus, you're watching the first guy mm-hmm. and he comes out and he's saying he's making... Again, Tartiflette potatoes. Mm. You instantly go, well, I hope you fucking don't win. Because you're a dick. <laughs> that's, that's pretty white, much white. I've gone through all the others, but gone. Most, most of the others include sweet potato, which, as I say, no. That is a different race of potatoes. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. In in real world, I'm all about the uh, uh, the, the big sweet potato. I like a mashed, <laughs> a mashed sweet potato. Big red potato. That's me. Big red sweet potato. <laughs> so yeah, we're saying the upper class is Tatterflet. Yes. Just because the name works more than anything else. They haven't given us even a picture. Um, before we go any further, and I know we're really deep into this episode, but I like this so much I don't care. That's quarter an hour. <laughs> well, you know, it's only an hour long well, podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so uh, hold on t- oh my god uh, uh, <laughs> okay I'm, I'm full but I could totally do tartaflet right now well, give them a look at they've, they've obviously used some uh, some filters we don't want but... oh nice you know I'm that looks weird to me what do you mean it looks like if if it pizza like some was some sort of pasta bake thing but it's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you saying that when people make you cauliflower cheese and put bacon through it? I would not eat cauliflower cheese. I don't like, for some reason, right? Like, macaroni cheese and they I, put. I hate macaroni cheese and cauliflower cheese. I can't eat it. It's horrible. Is it white sauce you hate? Yeah. I told you that story, right? Uh, in the last <laughs> three months of living at uh, 36C, 34C Kintour Place, by all means, visit. I don't live there anymore. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we lived on nothing but pasta and white sauce because we had no money mm. for three months pasta and white sauce I smell macaroni and cheese I accidentally actually gag yeah to this day secondly <laughs> um what am I trying pasta white sauce gag gag also when I left that flat ten stone four there's a secret there somewhere and I think that is I think I had I was borderline anorexic because I didn't want to eat pasta and white sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I just, I, I've never liked it. And it's always the thing is whenever like I was going to go to a friend's house or something or something's happening <laughs> and I'd end up going to a friend's house for mm. like supper or something. Oh yeah, and what were they? Macaroni and cheese. And I'd have to sit there and pretend to eat it all night because I was too polite to go, well it's fucking disgusting I'm not going to eat it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's and anytime like if mum was going to concert or something, and we were going to like somebody else's friend's mm-hmm. house, any, anywhere I ever went, people were always trying to feed me macaroni and cheese or cauliflower and cheese. Mm. That's all. As a supper, <sighs> do you know what you're supposed to serve with tartaflette? <laughs> oh, I'm getting more common now with the way I pronounce that. There, um, you'll, you'll never guess. One thing I don't think I've ever heard of. Okay, I give up. 
Um, you should serve this French-style cheesy potato bake with pickled onions. Intrigue. Love them. Gherkins. There's a lot of vinegar going on here. Yeah. And charcuterie. 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 What is that? What is charcuterie? Charcuterie. Cold cooked meats. They could just say that. That's just. That's going too posh. Yeah. Charcuterie. Oh, why come in to your local charcuterie? You mean deli? Charcuterie! They make you a sandwich with a selection of charcuterie. <laughs> and then they spit in your yeah. face. No charcuterie for you! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> 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 oh. Anyway, what do you think of um, Batman vs Superman? <laughs> it's hot steaming garbage. Huh. Um, better than I thought it was going to be. Uh huh. It's still terrible. Um, Affleck's fine. Uh-huh. Really good Batman, really good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, yeah, apart from murdering lots of people. Um, Jim Irons, yeah, Jeremy Irons, if I pronounce him right. I, every time he went off screen, I instantly missed him. I wanted to see him more. He was a great Alfred. If it wasn't for that thing a couple of years ago, <coughs> uh, where he, um, <coughs> said that he wanted to, uh, marry his son to save on inheritance tax because he's old and I think he kind of missed the point of gay marriage yeah. uh, not involving incest yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say he's like 100% uh, cool most of the time Eisenberg uh, <laughs> um, was horrible yeah. um, what's her chops Lois Lane. I thought you meant that talking dog from that cartoon. Watch <laughs> my chops. Oh, no, here's a thing as well from the end of it. Obviously, spoilers for us because can mm-hmm. fuck it. If you haven't seen it by now, good on you. Um, Thank you. I have no intention. I said, give the Aquaman only turned up for twenty seconds in a little video clip that the Wonder Woman watches. Uh-huh. Um, there's a point where they're off fighting somewhere. And Lois has got the spear that's tipped in Kirk Knight. Mm-hmm. And she throws it in a puddle. And it's quite a deep puddle. Um, <laughs> it's in the wreckage of a fucking building or whatever. Uh-huh. And I thought, can, she's like all can drowning underneath it when she tries to get it again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this where Aquaman's going to turn up? And he's just really saving her from a puddle? Um, but no. Sorry, so she threw a spear into well, a puddle. She was like, oh, I need to get rid of this. And she threw it into... And then she it's, went, it's, oh, I've made a terrible mistake well, and it died it's in then, after. They sort of can say that they need it back because they need to kill Doomsday with it. Um, oh, because he's Kryptonian. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, shit, it's in the puddle. And she goes in there, some sort of fucking rocks fall on top of it, more rubble, and she gets stuck. And I thought, so, is this why she threw it in water? Just so they can have Aquaman show up at some point? No. So that was her hero- heroic act of sorts, throwing oh, this away. Uh, yeah. And then two seconds later they go, no, you needed that, you stupid uh, bitch. Two minutes, maybe. <laughs> Let's be fair to them, they waited a couple of minutes. But yeah, it is instantly. Like, well, sounds... Also, you're kind of going, well, this thing's already turned up and you know it's Kryptonian, and then you just thrown that away, even though Superman's on the other side of the city at the moment. So, again, uh, makes sense. And also, here's the fact: Doomsday gets flown into space with Superman. Okay. And then they launch a nuke at him, and they do the whole wasn't Superman floating in space, kind of dead from the nuke. Oh, like old Father Time. Um, or like it's in Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Thingy. And it's it's like it's fine. It was a good visual. I quite liked it. And then obviously the sun comes out and he heals and shit. Balls! I've not um, seen one iota of sun in all of uh, the trailers <laughs> for that film. Well, there's this one, and see, so he it heals him because you like what he expected to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see, that's one of the issues with the movie is that when Batman's fighting people, you're like, well, okay, because he's just human, he can get killed and stuff, mm-hmm. but he's getting he's Batman, so he's not going to. But even then, you still feel a bit of sort of danger. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Superman's fighting anything, you're like, well, there's no fucking danger here because he's Superman. Yeah. And I see a nuclear bomb goes off a couple of sun rays later, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so the nuclear bomb doesn't kill him but then he's stabbed in the chest and dies you're like well stick him out in the sun for five minutes mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure, even if it, oh, it, was, it was quite a big stabbing in the chest, but compared to a nuclear bomb, I, it's I don't, a stabbing I, in the chest. I'm not wanting to do their job for them, but are they saying that, funnily enough, surviving a nuclear bomb takes a lot out of you? So that all it took... Oh, because by this point he's fine that he's happy. He's happy! But he's, well, he's, he's all... He's just normal Superman again. Mm. He hasn't been affected by anything. Mm. Look, he's quite close. To, I mean, the Kirk Knight sort of plunged into what's his face's chest at this point. Doomsday? Yeah. I thought he, he was in space. Stuck, you told me he was in no, space. No, no, he crashes back down to Earth. Superman's left floating in space. Oh. And then Doomsday absorbs all the power thing and gets stronger from the blast. Okay. Yeah, stupid. And of course, there's the whole <laughs> thing afterwards when she chucks in stuff on the coffin and it starts hovering before it goes to credits, and you're like, "Yes, of course he's alive." So what, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Perhaps or not. Well, at the end, um, they mentioned very heavy-handedly in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that Africa won't let Alan Quatermain die because he's an old white man. Mm. Um, I don't know. Is all I'm saying. And then at his funeral, there's all these white people who don't seem that bothered, and one witch doctor who is dressed like the most racist witch doctor I've ever seen in my life. Bone through nose, like witch doctor. Sh- Papa Shango, the wrestler. And then, I have no idea no, what that that's the reference for Ryan. And then everyone leaves apart from him, and he raises his hand to the sky, and yet again, yeah, the, the ground quakes. Mm. But, uh, like, I thought a hand oh, would come out at least. Remember, but no. in Man of Steel, before he takes off, he puts his fist in the ground. That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And the sort of, can the, the, the yeah. things. Well, she's put, she throws a handful of can, earth onto the coffin and wanders off. Shit. And then it cuts back and you see the can, earth on top of the coffin. And it starts floating. Mm. And then it goes to can credits. I mean, that's, you know. And you're like, okay, well, he's obviously not going to be dead because, you know. Even though they can't make a super, no, they haven't made a good Superman movie. I think it's quite ballsy to say since Superman three because there's no awful that film is, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and Superman two, the Donner cut is amazing, yeah. but when you rewatch Superman two, the normal cut afterwards, yeah. it's awful. So you could say they haven't made a good Superman film <laughs> since 1978. Or yeah. you could say they've made one good Superman film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I insist on is that when he comes back, we get the black suit and he has the mullet. If he doesn't have the mullet, then it's not a proper Superman film. How good would that be if uh, <laughs> Justice League 1, they bring in like, remember the early 90s? Then they bring in like five Supermen. Oh yeah, because you've got the... Um, the robot one and yeah, uh, and the cloney one, the kitty one, and steel. Bring back Shaq! Bring yeah, back Shaq! Bring back Shaq! <laughs> I still can't believe his character name is John Henry and he uses a hammer. Like that's insane. <laughs> now you need to go over this with me one more time as well because okay. it confused me. What's the Martha thing? Right, well, at the start, uh-huh. you see the, kind of the recap of Batman's parents getting shot. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of look in. The, the mother, you don't really see how much of her because I'm pretty sure she gets shot right in the face. I love oh, Zack Snyder. Um, but, All for her pearls. Oh, yeah, the pearls dropping the usual thing. Um, super super close-up, super slow motion. Yeah, of course. Um, I only say that because that button at the beginning of Sucker uh, Punch, which is like, it must have been real life but uh, the size of a fucking... You know, dust bin yeah. lid. Anyway, well, the comedian's lying on the floor. <laughs> the comedian. And he looks at Bruce. Jeffrey Morgan? No, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying not to yeah. reference any Zach's but, um, Yeah, he he's lying there, sort of dying, mm-hmm. and his wife's dead, and he says Martha before. Before mm-hmm. he jerks so, off into his so own then, face. <laughs> so then... Um, Martha Clark, whoever, has been kidnapped by Martha Clark. Yeah, has been kidnapped. Clark, Clark, and his yeah. mother, Martha Clark. Oh, Martha Clark, <laughs> Kent, Kent. Sorry. <laughs> um, their maiden name was Clark. It's a weird coincidence. Um, 
she's been kidnapped by Luther. Of course. And has got has got a guy at currently pointing a flamethrower at her face. <laughs> and it's, it's a little uh, extreme. She's like, not like just killing her. They're going to fucking toast her. Because nothing will get Superman there quicker than the tortured screams of his mother. Well, you know, she's only in real life 12 years older than me. So she's what? like maybe 50. Also, bear in um, mind as well. a little excessive. That on the planet, mm-hmm. Lois farts and Superman can find her. Mm-hmm. This woman, who is obviously quite distraught, mm-hmm. and is his mother, he hasn't got a clue where she is. He's a bit shit. And he's also a cunt, but that's not. Um, anyway, so yeah. Well, I saw a clip, so right? They're, so they're, oh, okay. No, you carry on, and I'll. Well, so they're, they're fighting and everything, anyway. And obviously, Superman's just there because he's been. Lex Luthor's told, if you don't bring me the head of Batman, I'll kill your mother. Mm-hmm. And remember, I said you had an hour. Well, you've sat here and spoke to me for five minutes. So, nip on, which was actually a slightly clever thing, because you're like, okay, that's pretty good, because he is going to, um, come on, you're on the clock, dude, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, that's the first time I've actually liked anything Lex Luthor said in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> another theory I've got with that as well, as I've seen this, Lex Luthor's kind of, you know, he's young or whatever, mm-hmm. and kind of shit. but they mentioned that he's junior, so I think the proper genius megalomaniac Lex Luthor is his dead father. He's kind of like trying to live up to that. Mm. That's what. I'm, that's my theory behind it. So, One thing. Because anyway, I've seen it before. The I've seen him with a shaved head. So is that orange right. hair supposed to be a wig? No, um, it's right at the end. Just once he's in prison, they shave his head. Why? Because he's in prison, lice or some shit. I don't know. It's not fucking Shawshank, is it? I mean. <laughs> Anyway, so, it's, 20, it's 2016 uh, right you don't you, what sort of inhuman prison is this I know he's not no. been done some nice things no. but and they instantly put him in an electric chair because that will I'll, I'll accept it then <laughs> well possibly <laughs> they probably should anyway, I don't know, right, so they're fighting and Batman is pretty much kicking the shit out of Superman oh yeah, yeah. and he's cutting him in the face with the spear and things because of the whole line earlier on do you bleed you will and he does. Um, delivering on a promise. Well done, Batman. Um, <laughs> it's pro- well, it's proving for this next part that he does live up to his promises. Because yeah. then they're fighting and everything, and he's got him down by the throat, and he's got the spear at him, mm-hmm. and he's just gone, Ken, you're shit. You could take over this place if you wanted, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not going to give you the chance, because Ken, there's always going to be somebody to stand up to you, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and then Superman just starts shouting about Martha. Superman's like, what the f-? again? Batman's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What, who, who told you that name? And he sort of came, he's a bit weak because obviously the kryptonite's right in his face, and mm. um, Batman's just sort of slashed his face as well, just for good measure. Which <laughs> is uh, just fine because if, if you've got Superman totally weakened and shit, mm. you would fuck about with him first before killing him. Oh, god, yeah, I totally would. Like, yeah, that's what you'll get, you shit. Um, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm not a fan of Superman. Um, I mean, it's too powerful. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so can he's jabbing him with a stick mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's like, "Can why are you just can who told you that name? Who told you that name?" And it's like, "Well, it's my mother's fucking name." He's like, well, "It's my mother's name as well." And he's like, "Well, I've got to kill you because they're going to kill my mother if you don't go." Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Right, we're best friends now. I'll go save my mother. I promise you because you know, I said I made you bleed, and that was a mm-hmm. promise. So I keep my promises." I'll go save your mother, and you go fight. Does he does he start else. calling him mommy at some point? Mommy, oh, are almost. we? Oh, <laughs> are we brothers? Um, <laughs> Clark, well, Clark Wayne. But then that's the, the next thing. But it's when it then goes to the next scene, which is the one from the the trailer where he goes in and fights that room, like the whole free flow style from yeah, yeah. Arkham. If they do a movie of Batman and it's like that, and they do it with the whole kid. Bruce Wayne doing stuff and the detective mm-hmm. things. That's a movie I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but just putting this sort of five minute sequence into this movie is making me happy for five minutes. But in a two and a half hour film, yeah, yeah. only being happy for five minutes of it, not very good. No. But um, that, that sequence is fucking great. But then she knocks on the door and he goes, Can, mm-hmm. I'm a friend of your son's. Because ten minutes ago I was trying to fucking stab him with a kryptonite spear, but we're best friends now, and I've saved his mum. So weird. 
the because the thing about the movie which I believe at the minute is called The Batman mm-hmm. there's only one thing right and I'm sorry but he's never made a film like this before you you know who's directing the Batman movie right no Ben Affleck's directing it oh okay and he's starring in it mm. and he's writing it mm. but you know who else has rated it and this is where you go well, I like him very much Jeff Johns Jeff Johns, creator of um, all of the great comics of the 90s. Okay. And he's now, he he's like uh, DC creative with TV. I mean, he is see, the best person to go to. See, when it comes to Affleck as well, you kind of, like, sometimes in these situations you kind of go, well, the person that's doing it, although they haven't got a track record of that, they're a huge fan of the character. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a huge fan of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was still. But he was a lot shit. younger then, you know what I mean? Uh, he'd also never directed a film. Yeah. And this is the thing he's never directed a film I haven't liked. I just don't think I've ever seen a film directed by him that had anything like the special effects you'd imagine mm-hmm. in a big budget Batman movie. And I know you can say the same thing for uh, Christopher Nolan when he went from like Memento or Insomnia and into. Batman Begins, but it's Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? If you're going to star in it as well, it might just be. He's not Clint Eastwood. That might be biting off more. How good would Clint Eastwood be in a Dark Knight Returns? Well, I, I, no, did we not mention this before? It was like, it was casting for like a mm-hmm. like an old wizened old sort yeah, of yeah. Batman who comes back, and I, I think I'm sure we mentioned that before. Clint Eastwood would be a fucking awesome old Batman. No, just can like in Darkness Kingdom, he's, he's hardly mm. given. He's about to fit and die anyway, and he's just going back out there for one more. Can yeah, can, I don't have to be out here, but I'm going to show you mm. fuckers how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, uh, Clint Eastwood would be a fucking awesome Batman. <laughs> He'd kill people. <laughs> yes, he would. Yeah, he would yeah. love guns as well. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's an issue I've got with the film as well, though, is that. Batman that seems like I say, at some point Bruce and Alfred mentioned the fact they've been doing this for 20 years mm-hmm. but everybody else seems to be going about how can, they're not sure what this, this bat thing is they never mention the name Batman at all that's weird um, it's always the bat of Gotham or the bat this bat that can, mm-hmm. bat devil thing or whatever but yeah they never say they never call him Batman um, is it can Clark keeps wanting to go and do a story on it, and so Perry maybe is can maybe the reason that he's always like no, just go and do this fucking sports thing. Mm-hmm. Is it to him, Batman's old news uh-huh. because it's been going on for t- twenty years. Mm-hmm. But everybody else seems to be going about this thing about how you can oh yeah, what is this bat thing that's going about? Like well, and there was some, there's a these sort of mentioned in some sort of cutaway little line about how. Oh, they say he's working with the police or whatever. Well, yeah, because there's a big fucking spotlight on the roof with a fucking bat symbol on it. That's a bit of an issue when he's killing people, though, right? Well, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> like, he's turning a bit this thing. He jumps off a bridge through one of their... through the... Um, truck that's transporting the kryptonite. Mm. And there's like a good kind of half dozen guys standing in that truck as the Batmobile scissors the top of it off. Um, he blows up several cars he drives a car like, he sort of crashes into one mm. it's kind of the guy's fault that he gets in the way of the Batman building so he crashes into it <laughs> but, then, but then he hooks <laughs> it to drive. Uh, but then he hooks it with a grappling hook thing and drags it behind him for a while and then mine just drives fast it goes up a ramp and smashes into the other car um, he's then got some sort of like chain gun sort of thing mm. mini gun on the front of it which he's just shooting people with um, I mean, it's not like this is the only film that's had Batman killing people in it. You've got can, the Tim Burton ones where he does just can kick throw, the clown down the well. Yeah, throw the door <laughs> off the roof. He bashes that guy's get, head against the bell and throws him down the fucking belfry. Oh no, he didn't uh, kill the Joker as such. That's remember he put, well, he put the uh, thing around his leg. Um, yeah, he. But yeah, he does. He kills. Sets fire to a clown in Batman. Yeah, yeah, with his exhaust. Batman Returns though, that's off the chain because that really is. 
Tim Burton knows nothing about Batman and he no longer cares to even yeah. read up on him. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of fine with our depiction of Batman in this. And that maybe... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Keep going. Um, there's the whole... What do I say? The actor that depicted him as getting this old, wizened old Batman who's been through the shit mm-hmm. and has become sort of cruel. And maybe this can, is him at his most extreme, so that once we see him in Justice League and he's got a bit more accountability and can, it's a public thing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's surrounded by these other guys, it'll tone him down a bit and he'll be a bit more respectful of human life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, yeah. But he's been doing this 20 years. So yeah, after 20 I years, he I hasn't. think it's only, even sort of like Alfred's got a couple of lines, I think it's only recently that he's got to this point where Ken, he's not giving a shit about these people. So I think it's I think it's a recent thing that he's turned. So as, is this, because we, we know for a fact that in Man of Steel, 129,000 people were killed. Hmm. They gave that right. head count. So it, he's really upset Superman killed 129,000 people. So much so that he no longer kill, cares about not killing people. But he is technically only killing bad guys. People he thinks about. And even sort of mentions that, and he's like, well, they made a choice to be fucking dicks. And, he's, and there's a line in there about how Ken Alfred goes, ah, oh, but Ken, you're becoming a dick. And he's like, well, vigilantes, we are criminals. And Ken, criminals kill criminals. And anyway, Ken this city's got a way of turning good people bad. So it's kind of hinting possibly at a kind of mm-hmm. Joker thing for whatever. Um, Do you hear about the the, 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 the theory uh, that Joker is going to be Jason Todd? Well, I've also heard that change now that for the movies it's possibly a Dick Grayson rather than a Jason Todd because most of the public out there won't know who the fuck Jason Todd is. Yes, but according to whatever, in the extended cut, you mm. see Dick Grayson's grave. Yeah. Ah, but then could be using Todd because when just Dog comes back, people thought he's dead and stuff. So mm. he's not dead at all. But um, I think. Let's so, for, for, I know he looks good for his age, uh, but Jared Leto is the same age as Ben Affleck. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> but I, think, I mean, there's the whole. You've got the the um, the Robin suit, and you see, yeah, it's got kind of holes in it, and mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, and there was that promotional thing they did to the Joker you know, when he's got the hand he's recreating the is it the killing joke sort of mm-hmm. pose thing and he has got marks on him roughly where bullet holes would be mm-hmm. if it, you compared it to that thing yeah. so it could be that he's an ex-Robin who's not the original Joker but become new Joker mm-hmm. and that's why it's like well can Jason Todd in the comic be once killed or beaten up the Joker but I think for cinema going public that didn't know who Jason Todd is probably does make more sense to make it Dick Grayson yeah but Zack Snyder treats his audience like they've never seen a film or heard a story before so I'm sure he can create some sort of idiot because even if you don't direct I don't know if he does Zack Snyder is like the in-house director for Warner Brothers he creates he's like he's a he he connects all of them he's like an executive producer on every film they're going to be making I think this is why Marvel the Marvel films work out better. Because they and had Joss Whedon and he cared about story well, and what they looked there's like. There's that, but you've also got Kevin Feige <laughs> yeah, yeah. keeping everything intact and they've got it all sort of planned out and he's going in and, mm-hmm. okay, some of the directors don't like the fact that they go in and say, you've got to put this in your movie. Mm-hmm. But they're giving you all that fucking money. Do what mm-hmm. they're, do. they're your boss. Do what you're fucking told. To a point. Mm-hmm. To a point. And if you can find a better way to do it and you can convince them, good on you. yeah. Um, and I think it, and they've got patience I mean before Avengers what was it four three four movies five movies before Avengers I don't know what oh how many came before yeah let's go through quickly Incredible Hulk Encountered yeah. so Incredible Hulk Iron, Iron Man, Man Iron Captain Man. America Thor Iron Man 2 three. six six movies mm-hmm. before they did Avengers mm-hmm. this is Man of Steel Batman vs Superman just and then like, everything comes out. Yeah, yeah. They're just—it's they're, rushed. And how you can say someone's rushed in the 
they're written as in a two and a half hour movie which mm-hmm. is not worth it fucking drags at points mm-hmm. <sighs> they just they're just they're, pl- they're playing catch up but they don't have to play catch up because they've got their own sort of wealth characters they can use yeah. but as, also as, like as, I said uh, they've been making their TV shows for so long yes. and they are look at all the Marvel shows yeah. before Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. there weren't many but before yeah. they tried that Blade series bullshit they tried Generation yeah. X remember that in the 90s yeah, bullshit um, anything they tried mm. was awful but DC had like Smallville for like a decade yeah. and they had they've now got three series of the Flash four series of see, that's, that's the thing that Marvel done so they better know as well with these new series is that they're all in the same universe they don't necessarily have to go and be in each other's doorsteps mm-hmm. And meet each other every second week or whatever. Yeah. But they are just all the same things. Because kind of Jessica Jones, Daredevil, mm-hmm. and Luke Cage when it comes out. Again, you've got these things, and they're all in the same universe, and they don't. I see. Can there's a continuity there? Yeah. That because all these series for DC are going to be separate, and it's kind of doesn't matter how good they are because. Well, that's why I like the Volantiverse so much, right? Because it's, it's a stupid word, but obviously Greg Volanti created. Mm-hmm. Every day of the week, he has a show on CW. Mm. Every day of the week, all of them connect. You know what I mean? Mm. Let's say Supergirl is the one that can collect, connects least, and they've even connected that by using like parallel worlds and stuff. Mm. All the characters from Arrow go into Flash. All the characters from Flash go into Arrow. The sort of favorite characters, sort of guest stars from both shows, are in DC's Legends of Tomorrow now. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. boom. They literally have an entire week locked down. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much money that must bring in. That's 88 episodes a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yet yeah. they're worried about being huge on film as well. But if they keep going... Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. you could say... i say his best film probably is Dawn of the Dead. Which is a remake. So mm-hmm. he had something to work for him. His second best film is probably Watchmen, mm-hmm. which is a literal shot-for-shot shot remake of a comic. Yeah, except for the end, which I prefer the end of the movie. I, I the said that to you. Yeah. I it, it it's a lot neater. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Shocking, shocking <laughs> thing I just admitted. <laughs> right, and that that film is like three hours ten minutes. I haven't dared watch the four-hour cut. There's a there's a mega cut that intercuts the cartoon. Or right, yeah, throughout it as um, well and stuff. Oh, no, um, yeah I haven't even I've never attempted that I'm not insane but if they keep giving him input on the story I think DC or oh, Warner Brothers mm-hmm. both are the same thing are kind of fucked in like they're going to Spider-Man 2 this shit so quick yeah. and the weird thing is right do you know how much I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad yeah. like so much uh, it's but it doesn't seem to have almost any connection to the Zack Snyder side of things and I love David Ayer and I've said this before and I know it's a guilty pleasure but I fucking loved Sabotage the Arnie movie because yeah. that was David Ayer and it seems very much like a Suicide Squad kind of concept a bunch of bad guys who are secretly good guys and that's what you want in a film and because David Ayer can do crazy and he can do serious and good stuff. Yeah. And so if they get away from... Literally, what I'm saying is simple. I don't like Zack Snyder. I don't like the fact that he only cares about visuals. Mm-hmm. And also, you know what I really hate? What's with all the, 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 the Christian symbology everywhere? He loves it. Let's cut, let's cut, uh, let's cut Superman with a spear. Like Christ. Well, there was, well, there was an odd thing with that. Um, <laughs> I, I can't think of specifics now. But there were... I'd say a good half dozen at least points in that movie where somebody said something and I was just like, ooh, that's really fucking preachy and stuff. And there was a lot of kind of... Mm-hmm. Also, there was all the symbology... No, you've got Symbology it. of... Uh, <laughs> like, Christian stuff in there anyway 
But there was a lot of lines that people were saying. It was just like, what? Really weirdly out of place and just all kind of Jesus y. Again, you get it, but that's really quite odd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. So, um, final thoughts on Batman versus Superman. I, I I am interested to see the the three hour cut. Just <laughs> I would see. quite like to see it as uh, deleted scenes, maybe. Because I, uh, I don't yeah. even think I'm going to get around to the two and a half hour one. But uh, but then you know, part of me is quite. Remember when Amazing Spider-Man Two the trailer came out, hmm. and then you I don't know if you even watched the film in the end. That's what put me off watching this. I watched the film, and everything that I liked about the trailer had been cut out of the film. So well, somewhere there's a huge cut of that. One thing, everything I liked from the trailer. I said the last trailer they released for Batman vs Superman, the one where you sort of see the sort of Batman fight scene. Yes. If they had shown that and skipped that third trailer where it showed Doomsday, mm-hmm. I'd have been more excited going into that film. Mm-hmm. Not, still not that bothered about it because Superman's issue because Superman shit. Um, well, the problem with Superman is you can't threaten Superman. I mean, no. they, they apparently su- succeeded in this no. movie, but like you have to give him choices. It has to be moral choices. It's all gambling. But the thing is, well, you get again in this one. As I said, from watching Man of Steel. Mm-hmm saying well what would Batman do in that situation there's all this shit then he'd be a glorified ambulance driver mm-hmm. now during the big fight scene at the end you've got Wonder Woman can mm-hmm. jump in a mile at a time and smashing things up you've got can um, Doomsday slash DC's Hulk mm-hmm. um, surely the abomination if anything oh but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> smash can smash mm-hmm. the place up and you've got Superman jumping at it and firing lasers all over mm-hmm. the place Meanwhile, there is actually sort of one scene where they're fighting and Batman is kind of running behind Rubble just to get out of the way so he's not hit by anything. And that's pretty much his input into that fight. With mm-hmm. thing. He's either dodging eye laser blasts or hiding behind Rubble. Yeah, yeah. Because he cannot take on these fucking metahumans or whatever they're calling. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's annoying because of all the characters in it he is the most interesting and going in I was worried about how their depiction of Batman was going to be in this and yet they fucking nailed it other than the murder and everyone they fucking nailed Batman in this it was great he absolutely brilliant mm. but he was just carrying behind things because there was all these superhuman smashing shit up and he could do nothing against them and he held his own against Superman for a while but once all that was gone, need only one fucking kryptonite gas grenade and a spear and a fucking puddle of water somewhere that fucking Lois mm. had hidden. He was used, he couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's got her shield. She got her lasso at one point. Um, didn't make Doomsday tell any truths or anything because because he can't talk. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he could talk in the comics. Yeah, yeah, but he also had hair. beautiful long white hair in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but this one, he just screams and yells. Grunts and stuff. Did, um, did, did you notice? I don't know if you hung about for credits, but did they sample Michael Shannon for that, or is it just Oscar <laughs> <laughs> well, nominee Michael Shannon? You see, they open a body bag, and he's he's again, he's on screen for as long as as long as he is in the the um, trailer that shows him. In well, the yes, body bag. that's be a dummy, right? He's not yeah. going to bother coming. Ah, in. No, he's not going to. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a leftover. They, they stole it from Madam Two Souls for the night. Ah, but that's. I said, went in with low expectations. They were met. <laughs> um, it, it was slightly better than I thought it was going to be, but it's still a terrible film. And I really feel sorry for Affleck because he he was trying his hardest. He was great in it. You see the clip um, where the reviews come in. It's him and Cavill getting um, interviewed, no. and they sort of say oh, the reviews are in and they're not very good and. Cavill starts getting going and defending the movie mm. and Affleck is just it, by this point he's, they've been, been jovial and when they mention it gets bad reviews his face just changes and he's just slowly looking at the floor and someone's taken the clip and started playing I think it was Bridge Over Troubled Water or something <laughs> or and it's just him going 
and saying Cavill sitting there trying to be all cheery about it and kind of answering the interviewer mm. and Affleck just for the rest of the interview is just staring at the ground just going I've done it again and it's, I've done it again is, it is absolutely not his fault mm. because the only like I'd say if you were to say right can, what saves that movie in any way mm. it's him and Jer- him and Jeremy Irons Right. If they would just take everything else out and make a Batman movie with them, I'm there. I'm but first day. I'm sitting. They literally are though. That's the thing, right? Uh, they, they're going to make a Batman movie well, with them. But the problem, uh, yeah, again, right? I've mm. said it once. I'll say it again. He's not the problem with this film. Mm. If you, if he produces, writes, directs, and stars, uh, and it's shit, that is that? your fault. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think if, if they follow, if they follow kind of what they've done in this film with him, mm. and they can. He's doing a bit more kind of the detective sort of work and things. Um, can the way Alfred and him work together? It's mm-hmm. if they go with that and keep it close to what we saw in Batman vs Superman. Yeah, I'm I'm there day one. I mean, hell, I was there day one for this one. Yeah, I was just, it, I was to get out of the way with so I I knew that all this shit was going to happen. And I just mm-hmm. thought I might as well get it out of the way with no spoilers. But again, mm-hmm. so I saw it and yeah, but, but Batman went with him. From what I've seen from that film, I would be excited for that film. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I'll see Wonder Woman because Cargo was fine. It's going to be a poor man's um, Captain America, I think, really. Rather than going back to World War One or whatever. I don't know, I really like Gal Gadot, so we'll. Let's go for Chris Pine with me, man. You don't like Chris Pine. I don't like mm. particularly him in Star Trek, but I, I don't watch films and go, look at Chris Pine. Well, I haven't seen him. I think I've seen him in anything else. Well, that's because you don't watch films. That's right. You just spent a good hour reviewing this film, and to be quite honest, you don't watch them, so it's shocking. Oh, shit. But okay. luckily, I'm going to do my review of this album. Well, I can, I'm going to go some. Do you want to hear any of it? Or? No, no, no. This is what we're going to do, right? Oh. Literally, I'm going to do a final thoughts, and I'm going to make some points, right? Okay. Then you're going to go. Then we're going to say what's next week, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here, because okay. it's been too long. Okay. Oh, because... Also, guys, if you think this is a bit weird, I'm not editing any of this. As soon as we press stop, I'm uploading it onto my laptop, and I'm going to put it straight online. Um, Because it's already Wednesday. (laughs) So, um, Chairlift by uh, Moth, right? Um, uh, It is. uh, (laughs) If your first note is that it's consistent as an album, is that a good thing? I mean, custard's consistent, but you don't want like too much of it. I don't know. Consistent, uh, occasional Sade vocals, uh, synth pop, fidget in percussion, brittle drums, the saxophones on polymorphin. Yeah, while you were talking, I did look through all my notes and compile them. <laughs> I'm quickly going through my notes. Um, uh, there's some great bass throughout it, um, and it's cohesive and consistent, and it's a real grower. There you go. Mm. And I, right, check us out, gave it three and a half out of five, a.k.a. seven out of ten. Why did I do that? Yet again, I don't know. I don't know why I occasionally review things like that. But it isn't a four. And I know this sounds insane. But maybe that's the people nowadays who are like, it's five stars or nothing. You know what I mean? Five star, one star, five star, if you don't get four stars in one of my reviews, you're shit to me. <laughs> but that's no, pretty good. My um, I'll quickly go over what I had to say. About yes. It. Um, and I found most of it kind of instantly forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, her voice was kind of fine. <laughs> um, I really like her voice. But it's the fact that I said normally, I said normally. Some of the stuff I listen to, I either find it overly complicated or too simplistic. Mm-hmm. For a while, I was going, well, this is actually a good mix of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of liking it. And then three or four in, I was suddenly realising that I was liking her voice. But musically, there was just nothing there for me at all. It was just a lot of it. Just They might as well just turn the music off and just let her sing to nothing. Yeah. Because there was just, for me, there was just nothing in the background there. Um, the first single they released off of this was that Cha-Ching. Cha-ching. Utter garbage. Oh, I, I can't like that. the worst song on the fucking album. Um, hate it. Um, <laughs> I can tell, sir. The, here's the thing, though. Um, track 7, Moth to the Flame. Mm-hmm. That should have been a single. That's the best thing on the album. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It, 
is it seems to be a case of well we've got to mention moth at some point because named moth I, so, I, uh, I just thought they had a cover that was like I really like Mothra no <laughs> but, um, but no I, I really like that one um, but other than that I see it's just uh, there just wasn't enough there for me there was just uh, there was nothing there was weird some bits of weird oh, I can't even think of it um, <laughs> it's, it's tra- all good track 6 there was a weird reggae bit didn't like that um, <laughs> like the first 10 seconds of track 8 because it sounded like something from a hijacker's guide and then it turned to shit you know what I like I like these new reviews it's like no we're not going to chat for now you've got you've got we should have an egg timer you've got 30 seconds to make your point go and the last track um, I got 40 seconds into it and had to stop almost every time I listened to it because it was just terrible the effects the effects in it it was a weird stop start thing it was actually it was making me feel weird and I had to stop it um, you know, I, I I merely have distorted vocal intro. So much distortion. Great bass. Well, yeah, it, it, it actually it started making me feel weird, and I listened to all the way, all the way through the first time, and I was like, I didn't like it. And every time I listened, to, like the other two times after that, I got about forty seconds and hit the stop because it was getting to that point where I was like, I can't handle it's, it. It's literally the opposite of ASMR. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's see what rating. Um, it doesn't matter. That bit doesn't isn't really our rules. I, but I want to give it. I want to give it five out of seventeen. Five out of seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me get a calculator. Just so, right. that, just so that there can be a rating in there. Yeah. Okay. So a five out of seventeen. That's twenty nine percent. Okay, well, three out of ten. And so. Uh, hold on, twenty nine. No, I was stick with that. Twenty nine percent plus. Uh, what did I say? Three and a half. Seventy percent divided by two. So yeah, uh, f- uh, an average of forty nine point five percent, aka uh, two and a half out of five. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's. Yeah. Now it makes sense how Pitchfork get their ratings. They said more people. Yeah, I will be removing this from my iPad. I'm going to give it another. I, I said it was a grower in my mentor. I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to it again. So I might keep I say track seven, mm-hmm. um, Moth of the Flame. I might keep that on there. You know Everything what I'm intri- interested in uh, uh, getting from you at some point? Um, I want you to put a playlist together of songs that we've listened to mm-hmm. since the beginning. Like, okay. just. You know, because you can make a playlist and then you can share it with Apple Music. Okay. Just, just have intrigue at your face. I shall work on that next night. Shift that I'm doing audit when I've got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, hold on. Um, Where are we for? Oh, recommendations. Um, um, I, yeah, I forgot to do. Don't worry. I, uh, I, uh, you reminded me. Prince on Dance School, their first oh. album, Prince on Dance School from 2007. If you like. Your beat's minimal, um, which you don't. No. Um, check that shit out. Uh, James Murphy produced. It's very good. Well, I, I will recommend not seeing Batman vs. Superman. That also works. There you, go. you know the bit um, that everyone seems to be making fun of, which is Wonder Woman's theme tune is nothing but like Bill and Ted style electric guitars. What is that theme tune? Apparently. Hmm. Don't know. Um, uh, yeah, what's, what's the... Um, Lego Batman trailers instead. In, they've got the added advantage of not being two and a half hours long mm-hmm. and being mildly amusing enough to go, well, it's only a teaser. It's not a proper trailer, but it's fine. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm trying to find what we're doing next week because I got lost. The, but it's the Bring I, Me I, The yeah. Horizons, oh. That's The Spirit. Oh, I've got mixed up then. What have you got? I thought it was D-I-I-V or whatever. Oh, Dave. Dave. I've got that. I've got the Bring Me Horizon. Oh, okay, yeah, I've got, no, I've got some notes for that already. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, Dave is uh, a, a little insight. Theoretically, it's Bring Me the Horizon next week. After that, yeah, that would work. It would be the new Frightened Rabbit album. After that, it's Dave, which has been on my phone since it came out on my birthday, and I have not listened to it once, so that's not giving me much hope. Yeah. Um, and after that, it's your final pick, 
uh, mystery jets curve of the earth, which I have no idea about any of it. I have not even downloaded that yet, but everything else, except for mm. Crate and Grab it. Because it doesn't exist. Well, there's here. three tracks already, because you can pre-order the oh. button. Oh. And it gives you, so you can get slightly ahead of the curve when you've only got a week to review and give you ideas. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to have to pick new songs, uh, songs, mm. albums soon. Oh, something else I'll have to I'll so, add it to my list of things as well as a playlist I'll yes new so songs. a playlist uh, new songs I was thinking um, do you ever think about theme months or something yes yeah can May still sticking with it can May every uh, week yeah. in uh, in May a different Kenya West album we haven't listened to Fair enough. can May does it have to be some sort of pun? No. Oh, no of course I'll, not. I'll, I'll add it to my list. That's up there with those people who call it Rocktober. You, that, I, I would never suggest nothing. Right. But no, I will think of puns. Then. You've made me think of puns. I will, th- I will add that to my list of things to do. <laughs> Funk Brewery. No, that's not going to work. Dub. Dubuary, and it's only dub albums that we've obviously never listened to because we're not that deep into reggae. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be tough. I'll think of some. Cool. Yeah, they'll be terrible, but they'll be something. Next week, soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>